Hey everybody, we got a special episode for you today. It's a heavy one. We're gonna be talking about Pizzagate, aka Pedogate. Uh, it's heavy, it's dark, and uh, but it's very informative, and we really feel like it's something that needs to be talked about. So sit back, grab a coffee, and enjoy. You're listening to the All Out War Podcast. Well, hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of All Out War. This is episode number 34 on the podcast schedule. We are excited to bring another one to you. Rosie, what's up, man? Hey, what's up, dude? How are you doing today? I am doing well. Yeah. You look great. Your beard's full. Thank you. Looking good. Thank you. I've been trying. Coming in strong. Hopefully. Yeah. 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 So, so uh, what do you know? Hey, uh, did you know? Actually, you did know this because- you're the one that brought this up again. And I love this story. And um, so there was a bear named Wojtek, spelled W-O-J-T-E-K, who was a Polish bear during World War II that was bought by a bunch of Polish troops at a railway station in Iran. And he was made a private <laughs> in the army and like went what, to- Wait, wait what, what was he? He was a- Oh, I'm sorry. He was a Syrian brown bear, a bear. So a bear was made pr a private in the army, in the Polish army, in the Polish army. <laughs> and he, yeah, and he fought in Egypt, and he had a serial number, and he lived with them in tents, and he had a rank, and he <laughs> got paid, and he ha helped him out. Yeah, I love this. Yeah, and he was a pretty pretty bad bear. Yeah, he was a cool bear. He just hung out and. Like yeah, I, there's a monument to him and everything. That is so cool. Yeah, I I I, I did know about this. Yeah, so it's not as like oh, uh, cause most of the time you don't tell me, and I'm always like as shocked as everyone else hearing it. But here's what's so cool about this one though. I I actually yeah. fell in love with this bear. Me too. Because he number one Polish army, total mm -hmm. ba. They don't they know what they're they don't mess around. But <laughs> even though I'm Polish, I was gonna say we don't have much of an army. <laughs> <laughs> but when they do fight, you don't want to mess with. Well, them. yeah, we're good at. Uh, resisting. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's all we never really had armies. <laughs> I mean, there was just yeah, but but this bear. There was a story of it marching out to battle on its hind legs with the rest of the troops. Yeah, it said it. Uh, it would copy what they would do. Can like, you imagine though, if you're on the enemy side and you're looking across and you see a bear, a just big running brown bear, just walking out with the yeah. soldiers <laughs> with the flag, the flag, holding the flag, yeah. yeah. That's just that would be so cool. Yeah, there's a That's, whole YouTube thing on him too. You can go, you can YouTube. Yeah, it. I love, yeah. I love Wojtek. 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 Also, here, here's one you didn't know. Did you know that goats have accents? <laughs> what? Yeah, <laughs> accents. Yeah. So, like a goat in uh, America would sound in bray, bray, you know, differently than like a goat in Australia. They all have different accents. The same thing with crow. Actually, here's an, another one. <laughs> Crows also do the same thing. So you can, like, there's people that really know birds. Yeah. So they can tell if there's, like, a movie being filmed. Like, you, you see a movie being filmed yeah. and you hear crows. Yeah. People can actually tell, oh, this was filmed on the East Coast versus this was filmed in the West Coast. What? Because they sound different. Yeah. That's so weird. Yeah. Why do they sound different? I have no idea. That's so weird. But, yeah, they have... It's a language, Anim so I guess animals have accents, and yeah, they sound differently. Do you know what the goats sound like in Australia? 
Get up, throw another shrimp on the barbie bed. <laughs> Oi. Oi, get up Oi. <laughs> I don't even know. What is it? I don't even remember, know. Remember like... remember Goat Boy on Saturday Night Live? No. He'd be like he was like half goat, half man. And and he was like a news reporter. Oh no. <laughs> and so he would be given a news report and he'd be like, so today in the nah, news, we <laughs> and he would just do nah. what, what time period was that? Uh it was probably like the nineties. You were probably just a kid back then. But I used to watch that was like that was the golden age of Saturday Night Live. It was uh with it, like David Spade and yeah. Adam Sandler and Norm MacDonald. Uh, it was a little bit after that, probably. So it might have been early two thousands. Okay. But uh yeah, the guy that did it, that that did Goat Boy, he became a stand-up comedian. He was really funny. I remember him. I can't remember his name though. Huh. So, but anyway, <laughs> Goat Boy was his name. Oh man, that was kind of crazy. Anyways, oh Jim Brewer, I just looked yeah, it up. Yeah, Jim Brewer. I know Jim Brewer. Yeah, okay. he's he's Goat Boy. You could probably pull up Goat Boy on YouTube. Yeah, yeah, there's a bunch. So, uh, we got a we got a really interesting episode. I, I, I say interesting. It's actually heavy. It's a heavy episode today. And um, that's why we're trying to be lighthearted. Yeah, I'm kidding. I know it's something that you and I have talked about. This particular topic we've talked about um, a couple of times. It's been on our whiteboard, and we just kind of let it sit there. I mean, this is episode thirty-four, so we're we're approaching a year. Mm-hmm. We're, we're closer to a year than we are further away from it. We're only like I don't know, fifteen, twenty episodes away from. I mean, we started in July of last year, right? Yeah. So. It's been on our board, and a lot of people have heard of it. They just don't really know anything about it. Mm-hmm. And so I started to look into it a little bit and thought maybe we could, maybe we could approach it. Yeah, I was gonna say it was funny when you like brought it up. Like, really wanted you just got into it like a lot recently, and yeah. I was involved with it back when it was breaking. Yeah, and it was funny because like, I had said to you something like, "Oh." Well, yeah, haven't you been following it for like the last three years or something like that? And you're like, no, not really. <laughs> so and, I'm, uh, I'm typical. I'm probably like most people listening right now. Yeah. Um, and those that do know about it, they're going to listen to it to see how accurate we are or if we have some new facts that maybe they don't they don't know. But we don't I want to say we don't we're not revealing any new facts. I haven't dug up anything new that's groundbreaking on this topic. Um, but I want to preface it as a warning that uh it it is a it is a deep subject it's a dark subject mm-hmm. and um and it's not something fun and it's not like oh let's do it because there's a conspiracy around it and all of that it has nothing to do with that uh i just think it's in our backyard it's something that needs to be exposed and um i think there could be good from us kind of letting people know more about it yeah well personally i guess if more people oh that was me Oh, is that your stomach? <laughs> stomach. Oh, I thought it was our guest. We have another person sitting in the studio. By the way, this is crazy. We have welcome. What's up, man? How you? Uh, I'm not going to say your name for your anonymity to be uh, secured, but yeah. we have a we've had a, a couple weeks in a row. People just stop by and want to hang out with us when we're recording. Is, yeah, so we like it. It's fun. I don't know why anybody want to sit and listen to us, but exactly. <laughs> so you you picked a great one to sit in on with us. We're we're going to be uh, discussing. Pedogate, yeah, which is the ever lovely topic of so, pedophilia, yeah, <laughs> child child abuse, pedophilia, human trafficking, and murder, yeah, amongst other things, yeah. So I'm not even so, sure where to start on this. So I think 
going back to what you uh, primed and set it up, that this is, there's so much, like we've been going over for the last hour trying to focus how to structure it. And there's so much here. And there's so many people, because it, it came out, you know, it started like three years ago. And there's so much stuff out there. And there's so many people that are still doing so much research. Mm -hmm. And it, you know, yeah, even just the term pedogate is the overarching thing of uh, basically, I don't want to say internet detectives because it's said as a pejorative, but there's a lot of people that have been just hammering this thing every day. There's places where every, all the time, yeah, like literally all the time, there's always new stuff being found and it's a huge web of uh yeah the sexual childhood sexual abuse human trafficking murder and it all has to do with uh very high elite levels uh within the government within governments within hollywood you know there's so many aspects to yeah. it so we're we're really just going to try to give you a primer on some of the main things that have to do with a segment of all this called Pizzagate. Yeah. So, and, and also too, I just want to preface. So you, you had mentioned that like, I kind of came back or like we had on the whiteboard and you were like, you were surprised that I, <laughs> what happened was, is um, I was made aware of a guy by the name of Titus Frost. Yeah. So I was on YouTube. Dude, he's awesome. He's one of those guys that's been at it for yeah forever. So there's so many other guys, like if you get interested in this, <laughs> there's so many good people out there and we're not trying to like steal right we're just trying to introduce well, our audience to the idea right to what's happening just what, kind of what's happening uh, yeah because so what i was going to say though is i'm sorry so he did three document he did three part documentary it's mm -hmm. hours it's probably six hours worth of, worth of documentary footage on youtube and you can go just search youtube titus frost and pizzagate and it'll come up and he did extensive thorough research on this documentary and uh, and there's been backlash for him personally on it you know like uh which is crazy to think about yeah but um but what happened was is i heard about him he talked about his documentary on another podcast that i would happen to be listening to and what happened was i went and looked at it and then i was like oh my gosh it was almost like my eyes were open to this thing <laughs> that it was bigger and deeper and nastier and darker and evil than anything that I imagine it was. Yeah. And the the general um so like what happened was I felt like what I think a lot of people that are listening today are going to feel like when we start to talk about this. Mm -hmm. And um but what also happened was the same time that I was looking at that uh I got this um this uh news article came up on my news feed for uh, on my Apple Watch of all things. I get a couple different news feeds that come through and it alerts me when there's something new. And something came up. It says Amazon is selling child sex doll for pedophiles, and it's this has came out on March twenty third, so it was just mm -hmm. re very recently. And it says in a study discovery, Amazon has sex dolls that look like children for sale on their site. A contemporary, or uh, I'm sorry, a company called DVKFP has sex dolls that are clearly meant to target pedophiles and represent children. Listed on Amazon, including a promise for hidden delivery. So in other words, mm. almost like anonymous purchase, hidden delivery. <laughs> Which it's on Amazon. Right, on Amazon. <laughs> it says, um, and they have a picture of this doll, $80 for these dolls, 85 bucks. They're 
disgust it's disgusting it says the league the legality of childlike sex dolls is muddy on one hand uh, our obscenity and child porn laws are very strong and include even digital renderings or depictions of children in sexual situations as illegal but are rarely enforced against Hollywood or the arts community. That's important to understand because mm-hmm. Hollywood is deeply entrenched in pedophilia, I believe. Yeah. Uh, lawmakers in Florida have taken action and they to attempt to stop the sale of the dolls like, uh, like a law called Creeper Act. And Creeper stands for Curbing Realistic Exploitive Electronic Pedophilic Robots. So it's an act that they're trying to get ahead of mm-hmm. where they see this head heading, you know, especially with all this AI technology and robot technology and all that stuff and where it's feeding people's disgusting. I was going to say just as a, an aside, that's really interesting because when you're talking about that, yeah. is that the porn industry has fueled so much stuff. Like they were the first ones to really, which this is crazy. They were the first ones to really do online credit cards. Yeah. Like they made the, there's actually a pretty good movie called, uh, what's it called? I can't remember what it's called with, uh, Luke Wilson all about them and Joaquin Phoenix. But yeah, oh, wow. it was, uh, it just shows the evil depravity of all this stuff, but it's really weird that the porn industry leads the way in right a lot of technology stuff. So like, and if I told you like, Hey, we're going to pass a law and it's going to help kids be protected. Yeah. You think it would be a slam dunk, right? Yeah. No. Because this creeper law mm-hmm. that they tried to pass, it actually made it through Congress, but it didn't, it it died in the Senate Judiciary Committee, hmm. uh, which is really disgusting that it wouldn't, it wouldn't pass. Like, why, why would you not pass that? Yeah. Just, and that's so specific. Yeah. Well, I mean, we haven't read the bill, but that, yeah, I mean, that's. <sighs> yeah. So Senator Lauren Book, who's actually a Democrat in Florida. She sponsored SB 160, and I'm, I applaud her for this. It says, amid international con- uh, conversations surrounding child sex dolls and their link to increased sexual preying on children, the bill would make it a first-degree misdemeanor to own, show, lend, sell, advertise a, ch- a child sex doll. If someone possesses one without the intent to do the above, it would be a second-degree misdemeanor. And if someone does it more than once, it would become a third-degree felony. Mm-hmm. So it's actually, you know, I mean, misdemeanors are... You know, not, I mean, they, they'll go off your record eventually, I think, but felonies don't. Mm-hmm. And so that's good that they actually have it connected to that. But the big thing that they're noticing is that <laughs> this is the lobby for this because mm-hmm. there's a lot surrounding these sex dolls. And one of them is that, hey, men that are drawn to, and, and they always I was just say men. Talk about that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, and I don't want to cut you off because no, 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 you, you actually have a lot more knowledge. No, keep going. Wait, keep that going. sounds really bad. You don't. <laughs> No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, you've been researching this, and you've been you've just been aware of it a lot longer than me. But um, they they say they make an argument that hey, if we have these da- these dolls available, then they'll it'll cut down on them acting out on real people. Mm-hmm. And there's no studies. There's been no studies, psychological, medical, any. Well, I was gonna say there's one thing that, <laughs> and to tie this into an overarching thing of. Uh, a degradation of society and all these social engineering, like all, all this stuff. When you look in the culture, um, this might be, uh, I'm going off the top of my head and I'm going off on tangent here, but, uh, and this might be offensive, but whatever. 
So there's this thing, and you read in the old, uh, like, Kinsey, uh, Alfred Kinsey was this really famous, not a sexologist or something like that, um, who really brought, he, he did these ridiculously disgusting um, s sex studies where he, he just tried to make th these he wrote these two books about just everything trying to figure out like how sex works and how mentally, uh, you know, like all, all everything about it. And he had a bunch, he, he basically normalized pedophilia because he came up with the conclusion and this is a really short version of it, but he had in, in his studies, these tables and stuff like that, talking about, uh, uh, the ability for young babies, infants and stuff like that to actually have sexual uh pleasure gratification mm. like uh uh since we're explicit you know I'll just say it like it was talking about orgasms that kids like baby 18 month olds were talking about so how would you figure it's, out it's and disgusting. how he did this was he had letters and he talked to and this is where it, it all makes sense i'll come back to it he was reaching out to active pedophiles and basically they were writing letters anonymously and meeting with him and saying, I raped this kid. He, he <laughs> like, right. Yeah. It's just, and this yeah. is, this is what I think this kid had an orgasm. That, that's yeah. basically what it was. Yeah. So this study was, he, he's taken as Kinsey's like the pinnacle of like sexual. And this is in the early 1900s. It's so like this... 40, 1940 something. I just looked it up. On, okay. Yeah. yeah. It was 42 or something. So he, so this brings a way to, if a kid can have, can reach orgasm, can have sexual gratification, then they can be a willing participant into this thing. So this is where he's really the mastermind behind all this stuff. And then you have all these other uh stuff prior to the sexual revolution of the 60s right yeah. where they're pushing all this free love and all this stuff so this gets in this is kind of the maybe offensive part we start having groups like nambla popping up within the gay community right so it's nambla all, is the national association national, of man -boy uh, love. the north american uh man boy love association yeah, or something like yeah. that which they were busted by the fbi you know all this stuff but they're always seen as this fringe group within uh, i'm going to say it, the gay community they were in the gay community they took part they the, these guys were all active gay guys that said they were pedophiles like man boy love right if you're a man uh, and you're having sex with a boy right. you're gay that you're gay you're having sex with another man uh, uh, it's homosexual activity okay so in the in the 80s and all this stuff so basically the whole thing that i was going to say is you have the the gays pushing for all this a normalization of homosexuality and Christians have always been saying it's a slippery slope, you know, blah, 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 blah. And this is where the offensive part comes in that if you start normalizing all this sexual deviancy that away from a man and a woman, um, just leave it at that. Just leave it at a man and a woman that pedophile pedophilia is going to come next. And now you're seeing a lot more stuff like now, now, right. The last currently. year or two. Yeah. There's been all kinds of stuff that's pushing for there's a TED talk for, um, that got pulled off like immediately after because people started flagging it uh, sometime last year where they're doing studies and there's documentaries on Netflix about this where they're interviewing pedophiles 
And they're trying to push this as something they can't choose. Right. Like, this is my sexuality. You're a, you're, you know. You're hetero, you're homo. You're hetero. You're homo, you're, you're. I'm a pedophile. Pedo, yeah. And so they have these, these other people that are called, uh, I can't remember what they're called. Uh, Basically, they don't watch child porn. And they don't molest kids. Yeah, it's almost like they they're say, abstaining from right. So they say out. I'm a, a non-committing uh, pedophile, right? Something like that. But they're attractive. So to tie back to what you're talking about with this kid thing is, when you see stuff like this, they're trying to nor. So just as a warning, they are trying to do this. They're trying to normalize pedophilia, and lower age of consent laws. That's been stuff like that's been happening. Yep. So this is a this is a real thing that. When you hear, and I and I just want to say too, yeah, like uh, a year, three three years ago, mm-hmm. this Amaz this article about Amazon selling sex dolls. First of all, Amazon selling sex dolls, yeah, tells you that there's some sort of market. They don't sell things unless there's a market for them. Yeah, right. I mean, if yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, maybe I'm being, I don't know, a little picky about it, but but my other point is that you wouldn't have seen an article written about it Mm-mm. because it was so fringe, it was so out there. It was like that's just stupid yeah nobody the five people that do this in life are just messed up Mm -hmm. but now because there has been such an acceptance of other non-traditional relationships you know non-biblical relationships that are unhealthy and you know in the eyes of the of the like where else is there to go yeah it's just the neck as you said the slippery slope is been the door has been open the slippery slope has been entered and we're we're literally uh we're literally just on the doorstep of some things that they want to pass and they want to really push. Mm. And, and so this is where it, and by the way, that article that I was quoting and reading from at the bottom, it had a hashtag, uh, pedo gate. Yeah. So it was actually hashtagged for people because, you know, it's trying, it was exposing. And the good news is, is that soon after that article came out, uh, those dolls were pulled down. They were good. not, they're not for sale any longer on Amazon. So yeah. that was the good side of it. What I see happening regarding this whole situation is you had mentioned it earlier like titus frost and some of these other people that are these sort of vigilante i don't want to they're internet vigilantes that are doing this in tremendous research they're they're literally mm-hmm. scouring the internet looking for evidence to put together to paint a picture so that they can expose this to try and end it mm-hmm. there's no question it's evil there's no question it's wrong what 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 i was mentioning when he when he talked about hollywood Hollywood is a, you know, uh, and look, I've got friends that are actors, uh, you know, yeah. people I love, people I care about. They're, yeah, no, I'm yeah. almost guaranteeing you that they're not, <laughs> they're not in that lifestyle. Mm-hmm. They're not pedophiles. They're not that. They they just genuinely act well and are and are good at it. So yeah, they yeah, live yeah. out in Hollywood. And they're trying to make a life out of this. Um, they pick good roles and all that. And so there is, but there is a percentage of the elite, and that's the key, the decision makers, the money makers. That are pushing an agenda yeah. to normalize this. Yeah. And you're gonna see it come you're gonna see it come down the pike in movies, entertainment. Yeah, I was gonna say there's this movie which is just so crazy. Uh, I just watched another documentary about uh the normalizing of uh I think it was the Haynes Code, it was called. It was obscenity uh guidelines mm-hmm. that people that the Hollywood had to do with. And it, yeah. there's this movie that made the case and then it broke everything and whatever but there was this movie i think in the 70s uh which is just like the first thing right out in the open it's called pretty baby 
It's with Brooke Shields. It was her first acting role when she was 12. Wow. She was 12. And they had full frontal nudity on her. And so. And she was in, she was like, how old was she in Blue, 12. Lagoon, in Blue Lagoon though? Oh, I don't know. Because that, that was what got her really yeah. well known. I don't, I'm going to Google that real quick. Keep talking. No, anyway. So I was just going to say like, there, there's always been this stuff. And with Roman Polanski and, uh, you know, if you want to go into like conspiracy theory stuff, you always hear from actors and. She was 14, by the way. There you go. In Blue Lagoon. Okay. And there's some serious sex going on in that movie. Yeah. And I think even it was either Hustler, Penthouse, Playboy, one of those did like a spread of her um, suggestive. So it's always been, it's always been there, but you get called a, and I guess going back to what we want to talk about with particularly Pizzagate is, uh, you know, this exploitation and. Yeah, I forgot where it was going. Anyway, yeah, well, so let's <laughs> let's let's talk. So you got Pedogate, which is the overarching umbrella of yeah. this of this in, of this huge human trafficking, child child molestation, basically pedophilia like, ring of of organizations. You know. Yeah. And so they're they're exposing. So that's it. that's that's the like the name that like the investigators go under. Give it. Yeah. yeah. They hashtag it and all that, so yeah, people yeah. can kind of search it. But th- within Pedogate, there is one particular incident called Pizzagate, wh- yeah. which is a spider web in and of itself. Yeah. So we're going to kind of look at that a little bit. And the reason is, I think the reason this is a good one to look at first is because, and we may do other episodes. I don't know. I'm kind of got a knot in my stomach right now. I don't, I've had it for yeah, the whole yeah. week. So maybe not, <laughs> maybe not do any more on this, but regardless it, the origins of this or developed and kind of got revealed because of, of WikiLeaks. So, you know, a lot about that kind of it was like 50,000 emails that were yeah, yeah. That so, WikiLeaks dumped in. Yeah, so like right before the at the end of the presidential election or the the primary season uh last year. Most people remember the DNC, they called it they called it the DNC hacks, uh the Democrat National Convention and all these emails got leaked and within that um let me pull up what uh yeah, basically there's people started going through all these emails that were leaked from um, WikiLeaks, the, the DNC. Well, yeah, yeah. So they got posted to, uh, they got sent to. <laughs> that's a whole other thing on its own, right? Seth yeah. Rich. Uh, basically, uh, I'm going to go ahead and say it. I believe that there's tons of evidence, and maybe this is another reason why it's easy to pick at PizzaGate. Yeah, because there's so much like concrete evidence. And again, we're not going to be even talking, touching all of it. There's so much stuff. Basically, the long and the short of what I believe. Seth Rich was this insider, worked in the DNC. He took all these emails that he thought needed the people needed to see, exposing corruption. There's all this stuff with, you know, stuff that doesn't have to do with Pizzagate. Yeah, money and... Donna Brazell, yeah. you know, with the CNN, all this stuff, emails from Hillary. Is it separate from her server? So, separate thing. And within those, they stole... There's a phishing attack on John Podesta that happened. So John Podesta fishing as in pH, the, like yeah, 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 the the yeah. So for those that are not not like I'm sorry, well, I was gonna I was gonna finish it. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So John Podesta. So there's basically he got this email that looked legit from. Uh, but anyway, so Seth Rich released that stuff. Yeah, and you look into Seth Rich was murdered. Um, mm-hmm. They said he was mugged. He was shot in D.C. and you know, 
Yeah, that's a whole he was other thing. Mugged, but his wallet was he was on, mu- his, watch his wallet was, was in stolen. Yeah, and he was shot right during a construction zone that the cameras just conveniently didn't see, and all this stuff. It looked yeah. very professional. So Seth Rich leaks these emails, then for the DNC, <coughs> Clinton body hunt. <laughs> yeah, we need to Sorry. do an episode on that. Clinton body count. Yeah. yeah. So John Podesta had this phishing attack, which basically someone spoofed an email looking like it looked legit from Google because it was a Gmail account. Mm-hmm. And it basically said, someone tried to log into your, these are very common. Yeah, yeah. That everyone, get you, them all you the probably time. get them all the time. Yeah, yeah. And it said, someone tried to log into your password, click this link and log in. And so he clicked it, logged it, you know, logged into what he thought was Gmail. Turns out it was a fake website, stole his password, you know, has his login credentials. Those emails get taken and that's separate from Seth Rich. Those emails get taken Shared with WikiLeaks, WikiLeaks unloads them, and uh, it was probably Russians that did that too. By the way, there's Poss- I, possibly I, Russians. I have my own theories. I, <laughs> I believe with different stuff. Yeah. Anyway, this well, is, what, this what do you is, think it is? You don't want to share? Don't it? get into it. All right. So, John Podesta had these emails, and so John Podesta, who is he? He was in charge of Hillary Hillary Clinton's campaign. He was the head of the campaign. So. Uh, and people. So let's let's. He was head of he was head of Hillary. Trump yeah, well, Clinton. we'll just finish this thought real okay. quick. So what happens with this is everyone starts automatically. You know, everyone starts going. You know, on the internet, going through all these emails, just reading because there's so many thousands. You know, tens of thousands of emails, and so they start putting stuff together. And so, I have here. So it was. So that happened. On in early November 2016, people started posting about it, and they started noticing really weird emails in John Podesta's stuff in his emails using like code words that are known. <laughs> They're just no like straight up using code for pedophile stuff. Yeah, right. it's it's slang. It's it's known lingo that yeah, F- like, F- FBI has like investigated and, and identified it as such. Yeah. So like, and that's what's, there's, it's so, so frustrating. There's phrases that are used such as, so pizza. Well, here we, we can go, okay, we can get, go ahead. But I just got the list. preface this by, these are known things from the FBI. This was not a secret. Right. They, it has been on the FBI. You can look it up. On there's the FBI.gov has yep. these things. And there's not only is there language that they use, but there are, there are logos that are used commonly yeah. in circles of pedophilia. So yep. we're going to go over the words real quick. I, yeah, go ahead. Th- these are the ones that I was able to discover. So, and they were used in these emails. This is why it's important. They mm-hmm. were used in the emails. And the way that they were used. Right. Well, I'll have some examples okay, too. Yeah, yeah, so ahead. I can I can have some examples. So hot dog equals boy. Pizza equals girl. Cheese equals little girl. Pasta equals little boy. Ice cream equals male prostitute. Walnuts or nuts equals person of color. Map equals semen. Sauce equals orgy. And all of these words were used in Podesta's emails yep. in some fashion, some form, or some way. So can I give you an example? Please. Of one? Okay, so um, this, one, this one is crazy. So um, there was an email. Uh, by an, a woman by the name of Tamara Luzato from Lovettsville, Virginia. Mm-hmm. And she has an email to Podesta that 
was inviting him to a pool party with three kids, ages seven, nine, and eleven. It says that in the email. It says that in the just email. read the email. Well, I don't. I paraphrase oh, okay, it because okay. I have a, like a four-page document okay. that I'm reading. Yeah. And it says, "This is I do. I do have a quote." It's and she says, "So she had three kids. She'll have three kids, ages seven, nine, and eleven, that they would definitely be in the pool and brought over for." And I quote entertainment purposes so she has a pool party three kids are going to be there ages 7 9 11 and they will be in the pool now in the email they talk about how it's not it's going to be warmer evidently it was either early spring or fall and and that they would have the heater on in the pool and that they would have heaters on and they would have alfresca style eating you know and all these things but when you go on later on in the email, there was evidently an email from a realtor by the name of Susan Sandler. And she, she sent an email to Podesta saying, hey, I found a handkerchief in, on the island in the house after the party. I think it belongs to you. And there was a map on it. I have the email here. Oh, good. It says, hi, John, the realtor found a handkerchief in parentheses, I think it has a map that seems pizza related. Is it yours? They can send it if you want. I know you're busy, so feel free to not respond if it's not yours. And he write, it's mine, but not worth worrying about. And she says, thanks. So map is semen. So there's a handkerchief with semen on it. Well, I don't think- and handkerchief would be, is also code for, uh, there's a, it's other gay slang. I think, I forget what that one was. I looked up a lot and it was just disgusting. It was just disgusting as you look it up. So- so you got this lady that was uh, sending emails back, and they go back to Podesta. Uh, there's even a really. Cr- well, I was going to say just I want to use that example. So I don't think the I think the map that she's talking about there isn't semen. Okay, you don't so, think it is? No. Okay. So I think literally what. So this is where you start getting into the emails, and when it's used very weird, she found a a map that. What does it mean? Pizza related? Why would someone use? That term pizza related. Yeah. Is she really emailing him about a handkerchief that is pizza? Like what is Yeah, right. So it, it's important that when we're throwing out these stuff, like really So it's a so girl. This stuff, Pizza's a girl. Well I'm not talking about that. Okay. But just think. I'm just trying to tell <laughs> I'm them, like literal on this. Yeah, thing. Tr- well, it, it is, but I'm trying to say to a listener. So this is why, you know, on its own, if you look at this email, you're like, oh, you're just talking about food, you know, whatever. When you start putting all these pieces together, but really when you're using these code words, like you have to think it's pizza related, like stuff like that. This is what piques people's that are reading through these, their curiosity to read more. So why, yeah. Why would she send an email that talking about pizza related? Yeah. It just doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. Yeah. Like why? And who cares? Just throw a handkerchief away. Like why would you even? Yeah. But so other emails that came through and there's some either there's even some that are like not connected to political parties at all but like um but like for instance there was one that there was an email in reference to president former president obama Mm -hmm. it says that he spent sixty five thousand dollars on pizza and hot dogs from chicago to be brought in for a private party at the white house Mm -hmm. pizza and hot dogs and one person that i that I uh, was listening to in reference to this, they said, you can't even bring outside food into the White House because mm-hmm. if if they know it's going to the White House, they could poison it. They could kill some important person, you know, the president included. So they don't even permit, you know, outside food to be brought in. If they have chefs- Unless it's McDonald's. 
Unless it's McDonald's. Oh, Donald <laughs> Trump. Trump. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. I mean, but I'm just messing, but yeah. Yeah, that's true. But I mean, and that's probably a very, you know, that's a good point. Yeah, yeah. But 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 $65,000 worth of pizza and hot dogs for a private party and pizza and hot dogs, what you can't get that in DC, mm -hmm. right where we are. I mean, Chicago's not known for pizza. Well, they are for pizza, but not hot dogs. Yeah. You know, you know, that's just kind of, it's just, it, there's too many things like this that, that kind of lie up. Here's, I'll give you another example. There's an email from Cheryl Mills to Hillary Rodham Clinton. And I just wanted you to know, man, I have, I, yeah, that woman, HRC, Hillary mm -hmm. Rodham Clinton, <laughs> she can't get into jail quick enough. She's a lesbian. Well, I, there's all, there's that. all, I think she might be a lizard. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> But she's. This is this is the worst email, and this is going to lead into something that I want to play for us in a minute to just okay. demonstrate how evil this is. Cheryl Mills sent, sends an email to Hillary Rodden Clinton, and this is the quote: "I will be sacrificing a chicken in the backyard to Molech." That was what it said in the email. Mm -hmm. Okay, to Hillary Rodden Clinton. So that's on Hillary Rodden Clinton's email server. What do we know about Hillary Rodden Clinton's email servers? They were scrubbed. Remember yeah. that? There's a big controversy. It was illegal what she did. She yeah. wouldn't turn them over. She destroyed them. She bleached them, all of this, you know, and uh, all, you know, to say, oh, it was protecting us, you know. I think it was to get rid of evidence that she's connected some way into this way because Hillary, the Clinton Foundation is just embroiled in all of this stuff. They're connected way too easily. Yeah, I'll go into some more of that. But to sacrifice a chicken in the backyard, chicken is gay slang for underage boy. Mm-hmm. So, like, I don't, I want to hope that this woman, Cheryl Mills, wasn't literally sacrificing a, you know, an underage boy to but Molech. Even, even if it's but, not a boy. Yeah, a person at all. Even if it's just a chicken. Even if it's just a chicken. Yeah, do you hear that, Sacrificing Peter? it to Molech. Right. So, who is Molech? Well, Molech is, was, if you go back into the book of Jeremiah, uh, in the Old Testament, Molech is, is, was a deity that they would do human child sacrifices to. And uh, in fact, in Israel right now, there's a, a valley called the Valley of Himnon. Himon, uh, I'm probably saying it, pronouncing it wrong, incorrectly, but it, it means drums. And they would literally, during these, these idolatrous worship services where they would sacrifice children, they would beat these drums so loud that they, they would drown out the, the, drown out the screams of the children. Mm -hmm. The babies that they were, you know, uh, sacrificing yeah. to this false god, this deity, this evil demon, and so <laughs> Molech, it, they're referencing some false god that took child sacrifice. I mean, it, it's just disgusting. And then there's one more. There's a tweet from Jack Dorsey. This <laughs> blew my mind. Jack Dorsey tweeted, and now he's the founder of Twitter. For those of you that don't know, yeah. listen. He says, making the good pasta, reading through some amazing parts of satanic verses, the golden threads begin to interwine. That's a tweet. Yeah. Making the good pasta. What the heck does that even mean? You know, but the fact that he's referencing pasta and satan, satanic yeah. verses in the same. I'm going to go out. I, I don't think that's related, but. I don't know. I don't know if I, if I believe that or not. I, I hope not uh, just for the sake of any kids because he's powerful. But I also have, I want to play something for us real quick. Um, this came out of a, uh, a news clip from a while ago. And it was an interview with a girl who was held in one of these child 
molestation rings and all of that. And, uh, and so you can speed through it if you don't want to hear this, but it was in England and I think in the nineties. Yeah. It was a while ago, but it was in England. Yeah. So here's the, um, here's the clip that I'm going to play for you. He was called Lucifer. What did they say about the devil? That, um, killing the people made him happy. Do you dismiss that as, as a child's fantasy or do you take it seriously? as a policeman and as a father, I obviously take it very seriously. Very seriously indeed. Crime intelligence officer, Sergeant Alan Barwick. Do you believe, Teresa? Yes, I do. What would happen uh, to the fetuses, the unborn babies? They used to be taken away most of the time. And one time, baby was taken out of me and then killed in front of me. And then? They would eat it. Teresa told me that she was forced to eat her own fetus. Does that surprise you? No. Yeah. Why not? Uh, there are uh, this information at hand uh, that uh, we believe that uh, that has happened before in this country. Yeah. So, news report: crazy eating fetuses, uh, just disgusting, satanic rituals. Why do I bring that up? Well. Not only does Jack Dorsey tweet about satanic verses and all of these other things, but and maybe like you, he didn't have anything to do with pedophilia. But there is a person in this in the WikiLeaks that does have something to do with it. And her mm-hmm. name is Marina Abramovich, and she is an artist, a performance artist who, and some of you guys will recognize this keyword. She helped facilitate spirit cooking. She creates artwork that glorifies satanic worship um she trains people in spirit cooking to teach them how to perform a spirit cooking ritual in a spirit cooking ritual is an occult dinner that uh she actually developed and it involves using bodily fluids such as blood semen breast milk to create art and oftentimes they would spread art on blank walls and canvases and also to be consumed um, they believe that this practice would empower those that perform it to receive supernatural power from the dark side to accomplish uh, authority, power, and um, and goals that they have. And so uh, she in, she had in, and then here's another one. This is weird. They literally believe that they can cook up power, you know, right? Mm-hmm. But here's here's a gross one. She educates people on how to perform and also concocts spirit cooking recipes. These include consuming body fluids. And she even instructs women to put a live fish in their vagina for 24 hours in order to prepare them for the ritual. Hmm. That's just, uh, 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 I'm just, I'm throwing up in my mouth right now. This is disgusting. She invited the Podestas and uh, John Podesta, his brother and their wives uh, to her house for a spirit cooking event. And it's, it's alleged that Hillary Rodham Clinton was invited too, that the, she was included on the email, uh, but did not respond. Um, so it, it there's there's evidence, I guess, somewhere out there that Hillary Rodham Clinton has actually done. Yeah, and what's good. really weird, I guess, to tie it in with Hollywood and stuff like this. So uh, Abramovich is like she throws still like all these really crazy satanic parties, and there's all kinds of celebrities. You'll see pictures all. Yeah. Of just tons of parties that she's like very well known. Well known in this. Yeah. 
And and so and when they went to Podesta's house, there was there was a whole um, there was a whole article on, and I think it was Vanity Fair or GQ on Podesta. Oh yeah. Even recently, is I think it was December. Okay. One came out on from uh, GQ about him, and he was just talking about how this is a crazy conspiracy theory. There's no there's no proof. It's all it's all basically drum you know drummed up by crazy conspiracy theory internet freaks well yeah and so you look at the timing of the emails and so that's why here's what's really weird about all this when it came out was again so i'm just kind of i just keep wanting to like reiterate this stuff because i keep i've had to do this every time yeah each of this stuff on its own is just kind of like oh that's weird oh that's weird the abramovich these emails were like when you say she says like are you coming over spirit cooking? Are you bringing your brother or whatever? Like th- these things, when they start peating, putting them all together, are just absolutely insane. Yeah, and yeah, it's like the pu- it's like the pieces to a puzzle. You, you know, like one of those thousand piece puzzles that you get and you yeah. do at the beach on vacation. Oh, this right? w- I forgot what I was going to go. Yeah, yeah. So as soon as all this stuff came out and people started putting it together, and it started making a real big rise. I was going to say the emails were released. Hillary Clinton blames the Russians for hacking into her yeah. and releasing all these emails, trying to make her look bad. And obviously WikiLeaks did publish the, they picked when to publish these things mm-hmm. for a specific reason. And that's not the reason that she lost the election, but right. So she's going to blame this on the right wing, the vast right wing conspiracy, you know, all these far right Basement dweller, you know, 300 pound <laughs> right. basement dweller. She said something like that. Unmarried. Yeah. Yeah. Losers. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it, this is, it, it's just absolutely disgusting. So there's a couple other oh, people. Who talk- I I'm what? sorry, you keep yeah. getting me off track. I'm not, I, you're talking. <laughs> no, I know. But the thing I was going to say is the, so she blames losing the election to all this stuff and the media goes so insane mm-hmm. to discredit all of this stuff right like they pushed back so much there was so many articles like tons and tons and tons like every newspaper article you can think of every newspaper every podesta went on the colbert report you know they the the media pushed this so much yeah to try to you know, discredit it. So they so do, usually when they hate, they hate the, yeah. Well, I was going to say usually when they, uh, when the media goes so out of this way on a coordinated effort, there's something usually behind it. Like this was, it was so over the top that everybody. Yeah. It's, it's more than just, a, um, it's just more than that they're in the DNC's pocket. Right. And I'm going to go ahead and say this. So this brings us to another thing from the media so there's this company called media matters for america mm-hmm. okay so media matters for america basically writes all these you know uh talking points and they push them to all you know cnn msnbc all these hosts get all their talking points that's why if you go to msnbc you know chris hayes or Don Lemon or all these guys are all saying the exact same thing, the same points. They're all mostly from these big uh, liberal media think tanks. And uh, Media Matters is like one of the biggest ones. 
Yeah. So I was going to say. And and the guy for that is James Alfonsus, no. Alfantas, who is, GQ named him uh, one of the 50 most powerful men in D.C. Yeah. And he, obviously he owns Media well, Matters, but. No, he, he doesn't. Uh, or I'm sorry. Okay. So David Brock. Yeah, well, that's what I was about to. David Brock is yes. the owner of Media Matters. That's his boyfriend. Yes. His lover. For, yeah. His relationship. I don't know if they're together or not, but. Uh, so, uh, James Alfantis owns a, he owns a pizza parlor called Comet Pizza. And this is, and another one called Bucks Fishing and Camping, which is right next door or right, you know, two doors down or whatever. And yeah, it's down the street. So on, in this little strip in Northwest DC, uh, there's a couple of pizza, there's a pizza parlor, there's a camping place and there's a, another joint. I forget what it's called. Um, but all of them have these weird things. And one of the common things is that like best of pizza, that's what it's called. Best of pizza. So you have Comet pizza, best of pizza. And then there's yeah, Comet camp- ping pong. Yeah. Best of pizza. Yeah. Bucks, bucks camping and outdoor stuff. And what, what's interesting is that like best of pizza, for instance, they had a, uh, they had an, Oh, by the way, best of pizza is owned by a guy named Andrew Klein. Andrew Klein was in charge of human trafficking prosecution unit of the department of justice. And he was appointed by the Clintons. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was going to, so they talk about like in the pocket of overlooking things, but best of pizza, this is just drives me bananas. They had a logo mm-hmm. and it was actually a logo that was very, very similar to a pedophile logo. That's well known. The FBI had talked about it. after all the WikiLeaks break and everything, they changed their logo. Mm-hmm. They get rid of the triangle. There's a tr- weird triangle logo that that's known for pedophilia um and so they had the logo they changed the logo and uh after it all broke which is just indicting in itself Mm -hmm. right and these logos by the way are all over the place the Mm -hmm. the weird triangle it's a weird triangle line it's butterflies and yeah there's there's, i mean again well that's the camping you go to the yeah you go to the fb again that's all the thing is it's not these weird conspiracies like, you know, you want to talk about the moon landing or, you know, reptilians <laughs> or, you know, crazy, whatever. Yeah. This is like just putting it together. That's stuff that's already known. Right. The FBI, this, these logos are. Yeah, you could Google it right without now. Without a doubt used by, pe- this. these are known pedophile logos. Right. Out in the open. And what's crazy about this is that, uh, so like, well, okay, so big deal, Comet Pizza or Best of Pizza. So he's a, what, what does that mean? It means that a pedophile will see that logo and know that it's a pedophile friendly environment, you know, or location. Well, why does that matter? Just so he can eat pizza there in, his, in peace without having to worry. Uh, it's much more than that. Yeah. I want to talk <laughs> real quick when you're hitting that guy. So I'd like to okay. hit that guy. <laughs> yeah. I'd like to hit him with a truck personally. Right. So I was going to go ahead and say, you know, how does this have to do with uh, Hillary Clinton and all this stuff, right? Yes. Connect the dots. So some other stuff that's dumped in WikiLeaks. See, this it just gets so crazy. With Hillary Clinton, right? The Clintons negotiate for significantly lower charges for Lauren Silsby. Okay. So I'll just go What's ahead. What's Lauren Silsby and what are the charges for? And all? Okay. She was arrested. And she was caught and faced charges in 2010 for trying to abduct 33 children for Haiti. Wow. That were orphans. So From Haiti. From Haiti. Okay. She was there 
her organization uh, was there to help uh, these orphans after a hurricane. And what was the name of that organization? Do you remember? Oh, uh, I don't have it. Beyond right. Borders, oh. which their office is located in the same plaza as Besta Pizza, Comet Pizza, and the Bucks Fishing and Camping. They're literally <laughs> tied together. And also, I believe they got funding from the Clinton Foundation. Correct. So the Clintons. The Clinton little, Foundation. The Clinton yeah. Foundation, yes. which is run by Bill and Hillary Clinton. That's right. Which, as a side note, is when she was State Department, she they got a lot of money from foreign governments. So, you know, Uranium One, look it up. The right. Russians bought used uh, depleted uranium from the United States. Forty, per, I think it's forty percent of our depleted uranium. The uh, Rosatom, this Russian government-controlled thing, and what happened? They donated millions of dollars to the Clinton Foundation because she brokered the deal. Brokered the deal, so that Clintons yeah. use basically the Clinton Foundation as a way to money launder. Yep. But also, so this is funded, and she's working specifically to lower charges. For this woman, try to get her out. Trying but to, she was, no, but this out. woman got caught trying to steal trying Haitian to kidnap, children. Yeah, put them in human trafficking. And here's another thing. So while you're speaking about mm -hmm. that, like uh, there's also a ton of evidence right now that's um, it's hard to find, but I've been hearing about it. It's been per popping up here and there in nation war torn nations like Syria. Mm -hmm. uh, when whenever that happens, thousands of kids go missing. Yep, and they they believe that. When there's military involvement like that, these, these, e either it's connected somehow, which I don't believe it is. I don't think the military is actually kidnapping kids, but I think that there's some system in place where they get in there and they are abducting these children, putting them into human trafficking, yeah. and they're completely missing, never to be seen again. And you brush it off to you know the 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 pain of war and the the tragedy of warfare and all that you know. But in truthfulness, it there's probably. They're probably kidnapping these kids. Well, here you, you want to hear something like this? Jorge Puello, the attorney who represented Laura Silsby, was convicted as a sex trafficker. Unbelievable. So it's just too much there. There's just it's just too much there to look past and go, oh no, they haven't done anything. So this is why I'm like, like, this is where I start to get worked up. Like when I read it, you know, it's like these kids, and trust me. Just just go watch YouTube. But some of the stuff that they show and expose, it's just it's just the darkest of dark evil. <laughs> and why someone why are they doing this? Why are why is this happening? What is going on? And um I I'm to be honest with you, man, I think connected with this now is these are these new laws about, you know, infanticide. Mm. There's just this there's just this spirit, this evil that is working its way through some authoritarian side of our federal government to kill off the next generation. Mm -hmm. And I don't know why. I don't know if it's like some weird globalist agenda because it starts to get I mean, really weird, right? Yeah. Because population control. Well, and... it's, I'm just going to say, when you look at all these people and all this stuff, I'm just going to say it, the liberals. And I've always, this is the thing, the liberal Democrat party is, uh, the party of death, or yeah. the party of infanticide. All these people. There, there, there yeah. are some Republicans that are 
thrown in there. Dennis oh, yeah. Hassert, who was for sure a former Speaker of the House. He was a child molester. He was a Republican. There's some stuff in the 80s. Oh, that's a, that whole other thing you just brought up. <laughs> Joe Biden. Like yeah. even just this week, there's there's like all some, kinds of sl- like uh, slanderous reports coming out that the media is letting it come out. Th- yeah, I just read that there was a woman. Uh, she wrote this letter. I think it was in 2010 that he inappropriate. He was yep. super inappropriate with her. It just came out. So yeah, and and wh- so here's the thing: he's protected, right? Because mm-hmm. he's he's in the elite, but they don't want him to be the vice president or the president. They don't want him to run. They want someone else to be in there. Yeah, and so there's this idea that they're actually putting him aside on purpose yeah. and making it impossible for well, him I mean, to run. I, but I believe he still is. A, I, I, well, yeah, I, I still believe he has tendencies or something. He's just bizarre, weird guy. There are many, 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 <laughs> many, 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 clips of him in public. Yes. Like, You've During, seen him. You've seen him. Yeah. Of him inappropriately touching young girls. Yeah. We'll just say that. that right? for, for, yeah. Hugging just go them. ahead. Yeah. At the minimum, he's creepy Uncle Joe. That's right? right. That's right. We're yeah. not going to say anything. Where do you get that? Where he's, do you get that rep, that uh, reputation or that nickname? Because hey, somebody's. You know what? Go look into. We're not saying it. He's. He might well, it's be. On, you can see it on Fox News. Well, yeah, but we can't say anything, so we don't get sued. Before. Right. Yeah, right. <laughs> hey, nothing anybody else hasn't said already. Yeah. But, so. I mean, we're not like we said, we're not breaking breaking news here. But what's happening is is what so basically what it is is so you have pedogate, which is this massive. It's a catch all term. To, yeah, but it's also I I think it's actually a massive like com- complex of of things working to, networks together working together. Well, yeah, and something got expo- exposed here, and it could be it could be a big part of what this is mm-hmm. in this and. It caused some scrambling and a lot of things to happen, uh, but not enough. Well, I will say this: this was really interesting. So, and this is, <laughs> you keep I keep forgetting about stuff like this <laughs> because, for whatever reason. But in the first two months, I'm going to read through this. The first two months of Trump's presidency, mm. there was over 1,500 arrests and hundreds of children rescued out of sex. Uh, from sexual slavery. So I'm just going to go ahead and read these things. These are cool. the first two months of Trump's presidency. So if you buy into the whole um, God, Emperor Trump, <laughs> I was going to say that the reason <laughs> that you're saying this that I brought yeah. into was you were saying that, you know, this exposure, it seems like God. I'm just going to go ahead and say, it. you know, God, uh, we talked about it before, you know, with Hillary and the end times and all this stuff that. God's probably like, you know what? I'm not uh, not ready for the end yet. And Trump won him winning was, you know, God can use all kinds of people. Yeah. yeah. So maybe that's another reason why you see Trump, Trump being slammed so much by all these um, high level pedophilia. There's a really good documentary called An Open Secret. It talks all about Hollywood and the pedophilia and mm. all the arrests there. But anyway, so. Sex. Uh, so these are all the busts in the first two months of Trump's presidency. January 27th, 42 arrested in, in Tennessee sexting. January 29th, 474 arrested, 55 saved, 28 children, an L.A. sex ring bust. January 29th, one 
uh, one arrested in Pennsylvania with the hopes of blowing open a larger ring. January 29th. <laughs> this is literally like yeah. right when he was when right when he was inaugurated. 38 human trafficking arrests in San Diego. February 1st, 11 children arrest, uh, rescued. February 5th, nine arrested, 31 rescued in a bust in Haiti. Hmm. So, you know, when there we talk go. about Haiti, uh, you know, this is known stuff that they get children from third world countries, like you said. 108 arrested, 178. These are all single stings. 750 rescued. In nine, uh, 750 arrested, 92 rescued in a Super Bowl Sunday interstate rescue. So, it, we That's you should just, know that the Super Bowl is one of the yep. biggest human trafficking yep. events ever. And there's yep. tons of stuff. Uh, in, in February 14th, Strongville, Ohio International Adoptions Agency raided by FBI for failing to adequately supervise preventing sale, abduction, exploitation, or trafficking of children. There you go. International Adoption Agency getting raided by the FBI. Hmm. And uh, just a bunch more. 11 men arrested on child exploitation charges in Virginia. 16 people arrested in a sex trafficking sting during the Detroit Auto Show. Hmm. So all this stuff is just out in the open and you know and it's not over there's no. there's so much there and trump, i was gonna say trump just uh he made he announced this year i forget which month it was but he made like human trafficking awareness month yeah like, so regardless he, of what you think about trump this is good stuff yeah this nobody can debate this is good stuff yeah and it's not like it's to his advantage to do this like politically or you yeah. know i mean it's just the right thing to do in, in my opinion and I'm not the biggest Trump fan. Like yeah. I'm very, I'm actually pretty critical of the guy personally. Like you know, he annoys me. I think both. Uh, I think our opinion is, is, we like when he does good stuff. Right. We like it when he does bad stuff. We don't like it. Right. And we'll say it. I have no problem. Yeah. And and it's this is far from over because just back in February last month, someone tried to commit arson on Pete on uh, Comet Pizza. Hmm. Uh, they there's a guy he broke in he tried to start a fire at, at comet pizza and and i love what the news report says listen to this it says it says a man uh, the man wanted for starting a fire at comet ping pong in dc a restaurant associated with the debunked th notice that mm -hmm. associated with the debunked conspiracy theory that hillary clinton was operating a child sex ring out of its basement he has been arrested yeah so they're literally saying this isn't anything. Look away, move on. Nothing to see here. This is all. It, he, this guy's a lunatic. It's a conspiracy theory. All of that. Yeah. How can you? How can you take even just the evidence that we proposed in this podcast? I was, was going to say hour? since we really didn't talk that much even about James Elefantes. Yeah. But this was so just so you guys know why it was surrounded about this pizza place, even though we. <laughs> I think for a reason we barely talked about the pizza place, right? Because there's so much other evidence out there, and we, again, we just scratched the surface. He had literal, like he. I keep talking too close to the mic. He has literally, like, it, which which he locked down almost immediately. This guy connected David Brock, one of the fifty, you know, most powerful people in Washington D.C. Yep, was holding all these crazy parties. He's openly gay, like you said. Um, and like his Instagram account was just full of pictures of young, ch young children, grown men, 
and it would say stuff like chicken lover. Mm. Look at these chicken lovers, which is a Slang. straight. The yeah. Nambla made a documentary in, I think it was in the eighties where it was called chicken lovers, men who love boys. Mm. So like there's so much stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So I, much stuff. I thought I just heard someone throw up in the background. <laughs> I don't know what that was. Man. So it's... We have just scratched the surface, and this is a dark... It's. A, I apologize to our listeners, for whoever's listening. If you've stuck it out for this long, you, <laughs> you deserve a Snickers bar. Yeah. And that's that's not a that's not even a slang term. That's just go get us <laughs> go to 7-Eleven, pick up a Snicker bar, and sit down and enjoy the Snicker bars. Hopefully the sun is shining and it's nice and warm wherever you are, and that would be good. Yeah. Uh, because you deserve that for sticking it out to listen to this dark evil. Yeah, I want to say I think I apologize for being all over the place, but it's just there's <laughs> we, there's no way to handle this in a very concise manner. There's not, and 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 I you know look, we're not experts. We're just trying to make people aware of this thing. And this is this I you know human trafficking is a real issue, and I'll tell you the amount of money that is in that is. And this, someone explained it to me this way. And if you've never heard this, then then this is good for you to listen to this part. It used drugs used to be the big thing, mm-hmm. you know, in the eighties and nineties. Drugs, even in the early two thousands, drugs. Yeah, you, know, you 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 get some good drugs and you sell them, you make some money, boom, good deal. And then you get a client that's addicted to them. So now you have repeat business. Mm-hmm. The problem is you need supply, so you got to always replenish the drug supply. With human trafficking. You have the supply, as long as that person's alive, mm-hmm. they're a continued product to be used again and again and again for the for more money than they would make on on even just uh, even more money. Man, our guest is making a lot of noise over there. <laughs> uh, more money than you would make on drugs. Yeah. Which, so this is why human trafficking is taking off. And this is why one of the reasons that they want to identify MS-13, who is one of the largest perpetrators of human trafficking in the world. They kidnap and th- put people in and they have prostitutes and it's just ridiculous. They want they want to label them as a terrorist group. And they are. No, I, 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 heard a, I heard a whole, I heard a whole on Capitol Hill on C-SPAN, I heard an entire uh, two or three different senators talking about this, hmm. how they want, they want to get them labeled as a terrorist group. Um, so that they can take military action against them. Yeah, yeah. Which would be amazing to eradicate the, that evil as well. Hmm. But why do you think MS thirteen? You think that you think it's easy for them to kidnap people and all that? No, the money is what it's about. I was going to say, like, when you think about the the drug cartels are the the, the de facto governments of yeah. Mexico, and they control the borders, and mm-hmm. they're the ones. Yeah, you, it's easy to. I say this. It's easier to sneak. Uh, women over because they can move they can they can walk you don't have to have trucks to right bring in they can be in plain finite sight. american you know uh, finite american finite amounts of drugs you know that, that have yeah. to be replenished you get them in the country once and they're there and so this is a big this is a big deal it's a big deal yeah it's a big deal it's not something small and it's it's literally has roots in evil well yeah not even a question. I was going to say, yeah, there's um, so many. <laughs> Once you start going back to different uh, aspects about why, if you want to dive deeper, there's a lot of people that speculate and talk about the reasons why. Um, there's a lot a lot of esoteric, uh, satanic yeah. 
things that these Aleister Crowley, for example, was this old uh, occultist in the early 1900s, late 1800s, I think, in England. And he had said something, you know, like about the, the, he was a crazy pedophile and just evil person. Um, But he put forth a lot of these things about children you know the child i mean child sacrifice has always been something by the the powerful in order to you know the pure a, a pure child is the best you know kind of sacrifice and mm-hmm. um and now you you're know, hearing about this like adrenal adrenochrome what, adrenochrome yeah. yeah which is literally it's the blood pumping out of a heart that's being killed well by the well, adrenal glands are dumping yeah the, from a child yeah when the, the adrenaline is pumping into the blood it's supposed to and give they, you this high they drink it, it right or inject it some, or, I, I, yeah i don't even know enough i was gonna say that that's where you start getting into the weird stuff and um but it is weird that all of a sudden there's this there's yeah. i was gonna say there's an article i read uh just a little while ago where it's talking about the rich elite of silicon valley are literally getting <laughs> actually the the show silicon valley had a a thing about this making fun of it but uh these rich people are getting blood transfusions mm-hmm. from young healthy people like a blood bag yeah like they go in and they literally pump this young person's blood and they think it makes them younger i mean that's a thing that elite it's people like, have always wanted to do it it's was, like vampirism to the worst degree mm-hmm. or something but you know in order to uh well you think about it if you can achieve power and success and i was going to say this is one of the things you always hear about the hollywood people and you were talking about that earlier is um actually we were both talking about this uh this week about something completely different but to reach those high levels because i have friends that work in um they're not crazy big in hollywood they do stuff yeah, on yeah. cool stuff but they're not you know nobody know their name or anything like that right right but in order you, you keep hearing all these people talk about you know to, in order to reach certain levels yeah um you have to start making doing stuff making sacrifices and like, like sacrifices not like like human sacrifices but sacrifices in in what you're willing to accept no i was gonna say like moral human sacrifice oh really too. oh really so well, yeah going, like wow, all these amazing. elites i mean you hear about that all the time that's why hollywood's so you know blackmail um in a very practical sense mm-hmm. uh, there's a guy jeffrey epstein mm-hmm. who is a yep. billionaire literally Went to jail, like literally a child sex raped kids, has an island called... Yes. Oh, don't even... Yes. Yeah. I think it's Lolita Island. Yep. And he has this airplane called the Lolita Express. This is a billionaire. You know, uh, I think uh, they they just released the extended flight manifestos of all this stuff. And uh, before that, even the redacted ones, Bill Clinton was on there. Oh, yeah. They were, he was on there like 19 times. Going to a known pedophile's island Ugh. on a thing called the Lolita Express. Lolita is a book written by, uh, was it Nabokov, was it? Um, <laughs> it was this Russian guy. Uh, uh, Stanley Kubrick made a movie about it, but it's basically this older man that falls in love with a 13, year old, uh, 13 14 year old girl. So Lolita is just, I mean, it's right there in your face. Yeah. And, like, and, and, and on the island, there are these weird temples yep. that are totally cultic <laughs> so yeah yeah i was gonna say we're planning maybe we let the cat out of the bag right now but we're planning on doing a whole series about secret societies and all these different groups yeah i'm um, getting more into like the conspiracy theory stuff so this is a 
um, maybe a good primer to get you into thinking about um, once we go into the higher echelons and yeah. all this crazy mock human sacrifice, real human sacrifice, all this stuff that goes on, that does go on. Yeah, and the Podestas, by the way, were on that island. They've been Oh, on why island. don't you go ahead? Well, maybe we can wrap it up with this, that uh, very interesting since it's in the... Uh, <laughs> Netflix just did a series about this. Oh, the McCann girl. Madeline McCann. Yeah. And it was funny, right after I, I saw it on Netflix and I mentioned it to you, like literally, I think within a week, like literally, literally right. a day or two, I was, uh, I rarely watch TV, but we had it on at work and there was something about some other like FX or I don't know, some other channel was doing a mini series about the disappearance of Madeline McCann. Yeah, I remember that story really well because she's she's only a few years younger than my daughter, my yeah. oldest daughter. And I remember it being in the news um and watching it intensely because I was like, man, my kid could get could get kidnapped. And she was cute like my little like my daughter was and all you know is and all that stuff. So, uh Mama McCann was in Portugal with her family and uh they were on vacation. They were at an event with a bunch of other people and um and in the hotel room where she was kidnapped from, her parents were next door. She was in a room with, with about 10 or 12 other kids. And uh, evidently, the story from those kids that were in the, in the hotel room was that two men came into the room, picked her up, and walked out. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if they said anything. I don't know if there's any exchanges of words. There might have been some, you know, hey, be quiet. We're, we're, we need to take you. Your mom wants you or something like that. Mm-hmm. But they had descriptions of three men. This is what blew my mind. Mm-hmm. They had descriptions that they, of these three, of three individuals, only two, I think two entered, but they saw three walking away and getting yeah, in Yeah, and they did 3D renderings. They of did. Two of the guys. Yeah. And it was, these are spitting images of John Podesta and his brother Tony Tony Podesta and who just happened to be well this is the big this is the conspiracy part of it mm-hmm. because they're they're uh they're um when when you go they were out, in the out same... of the country when you go to the country what do you, you got to get your your uh, passport passport yeah their passport didn't have a stamp for Portugal or whatever uh on it uh for the same time frame Mm-hmm. That was part of the like their defense or whatever, but the picture that was given was a like the artist rendition looks exactly like them, and then there was a third individual who looks exactly like Anthony Weiner. Mm-hmm. Anthony Weiner was the husband of Uma, uh, uh, Huma Abedin. Huma Abedin, who he is in jail right now for sexting a minor sexting a minor and and Huma Abedin is very close with Hillary Clinton she worked for Hillary Clinton as her mm-hmm. as her campaign manager I mm-hmm. believe and uh and he also had a pedophilia uh pedophile on his computer uh content I think uh, pornography oh, child pornography, child yeah. pornography yeah. on his computer so he's in jail he'll be out soon because uh, if the Clintons have anything to do if she would have made president he'd been out like the next day yeah. but he was he lost that ticket um but so so this Madeline McCann was kidnapped taken evidently you know the the Podesta brothers are were said to be in the same time and they are friends with a guy that has a villa less than a third of a mile away from the hotel that she was kidnapped from yeah it's just you know all these things are just too coincidental to be not real it just it just there comes a tipping point where you just have to say uh, this is 
way too coincidental. There's something else happening here. Yeah. And I, I know we said we can end it with that. Yeah. But yeah. I was going to say there are, you know, in the past, like, again, you can say, okay, you tell me all this stuff. It's all circumstantial. You know, do I, am I really supposed to believe that there's high level elites in America, in the American gut? We'll just leave it at that. We're not even going to go right. much more international than that operating you know child sex rings and i will say it's happened in the past it yeah. has been there's been uh look up the franklin credit union cover-up or the franklin <laughs> cover-up was a big thing in the 80s uh that child these kids came out and said that they were trafficked to high level politicians in uh dc a lot of people, and the other thing yeah, is, it's not new. It's nothing new. That's nothing sure. new, yeah. and a lot of people start dying around all this stuff too. Yeah. So. Yeah. So, all right, dude, <laughs> you want to wrap it on that? Yeah. Yeah, I think it would probably be a good idea. Hey, uh, one thing that we didn't talk about, and this is unrelated to the topic, but we have a Discord, uh, <laughs> and this will be good because people might want to talk about this. You yeah. Know? Um, so we have created a discord um, server server and so if you know what discord is um you're cool but if you don't like i didn't then you're going to need help with this and basically we were contacted by some people based on an episode we did a uh, previous episode and i was contacted and he was and my buddy was like hey do you have a forum or a place where we can like interact with other listeners to the podcast and talk about these topics because i really love that topic you talked about i forget which which episode it was yeah and uh I was like, no, we don't have anything. And then you and I were talking about it and you're like, oh, well, let's just get a Discord. And I was like, okay, what is Discord? Because I'm not a, I didn't know it. And so you created a Discord yeah. page. What is it? It's a, so Discord is just like some, for lack of a, it's an app that you can make like a chat room. It's like a chat room app that you can, we can make different, you know, specific uh, chat rooms Yeah. Uh, for specific topics. So if you want to talk, you know, like, the, here's stuff about theology and here's you could start your own i guess right your own chat yeah. chat string or yeah whatever. And you can talk to other people and i don't know so so we've got That's what all the cool kids are doing so we got Discord, it so if you want to be a part of that and jump in on there and start a conversation and have a conversation and, and we, our goal this is our goal we'd love to create a community yeah okay this is this is important communities essential for you know all kinds of good good healthy stuff and we want it to be healthy and good so if yeah. you're going to get in there and just ravage people and do stupid stuff we'll, we'll ban you out we'll kick you out we're, we're gonna make sure that we you know we're gonna watch it but at the same time we want good healthy dialogue and we do we love debate so that's okay um as long as it's clean and you know clean in the sense of healthy in the sense of uh i'm not demeaning you personally and calling you stupid names and yeah well whatever we dodo hit even though i put on there i told you to suck it loser it's when, so rude him and i were yes, rosie and i were testing it and uh i told him to suck it that's that's why we have explicit content. Um, anyways, so uh, if you want to download the app on your iPhone, iOS, Android, and uh, and, and you then can do it from the web. You can do it from the web as well. So does it have like a desktop feature as well? Yeah. So uh, and then and then once if you want help with that, just find me on Instagram or Twitter on us on Instagram or Twitter, and we will help you get connected with that. Yeah, even we'll put a we'll put a link in the show notes. In the show notes, right? That's right. Or just message us and ask us for the link. <laughs> just, we'll, put it, we'll put it in the show notes. Don't message me. I got a lot going on. No, you don't. Any, I do. I got a lot going on. Anyways, hey, uh, 
great dark episode. Yeah. I feel like I need to go throw up and then take a bath. Yeah. So uh, all of our listeners, we love you guys. We're so glad you hung in there and listened to us. It's been a great episode. I promise we're going to have some fun <laughs> ones coming up, some cool stuff I'm looking forward to. We're doing some work on the Secret Society one. I'm really, I've been chomping at the bit to get into that. And uh, <laughs> I don't know what just happened. <laughs> Anyways, guys, we'll catch you next time on All Out War. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to the All Out War podcast today. We hope you enjoyed the episode. If you want to know more, you can visit us on the web at alloutwar.us or you can find us on Twitter at alloutwarcast. Hey, thanks again for listening and we'll catch you next time.